You there? I am here, and we are back. Welcome, everyone, again to our Crusader Foundation's look at human trafficking. Um, this week, I'm again joined by Chains, um, and we're going to be looking at human trafficking defined. Um, it's something that we notice a lot in this line of work. Uh, we have, especially over over the last two years, I would say, more than it seems like it's accelerating. Uh, it's the lack of understanding, even by people who are supposedly uh, full-time in this or, or combating it on a daily basis. Um, they don't just, they don't seem to know what in the world they're talking about. So we see all kinds of stuff on social media and in the news and uh, in one-on-one -on -one conversations too, that just kind of leave us going, what? Um, so we, we're going to start off with our more topic-based podcasts discussing what human trafficking actually is. And uh, there's really three ways that you can break it down. Um, and the first one that we're going to look at is the law enforcement definition. And of course, law enforcement, their primary concern is the prosecutions, the, the court cases. So they're they're not victim-oriented per se. I mean, there's some good ones that are out there that are awesome about doing everything they can in their power. And we've worked with some uh, that, that they do try to do the best they can by the victim. But ultimately, they are bound by being law enforcement officers. So they're, they're bound by that law that they're attempting to enforce. So that tends to put the blinders on them and make them see the world through a, through a very narrow box. Um, and really, the, the on-the-books definition for, uh, force fraud and or for human trafficking is force, fraud, and coercion. That's how they define it. And I'm going to turn chains loose here in about, about five minutes on that one because he, he's got some great things to say in that regard. But ultimately, that's what they come down to is they try to define it as uh, actions that require force, fraud, and or coercion, and it doesn't always have to be all three of those together. Um, but obviously, the more of those that they can prove, the better their the better their case goes. Um, and before I move on from there, Chains, anything that we've seen specifically that you want to give as examples, or as in which part? Because it's all the lines are all blurry, and when they uh, try to define them into one section all that's doing is uh, that's for their own interest. So I mean, yeah, it really which is direction you want to go with it. No, I was just thinking, is there anything like that we've seen where it's an example of where they've tried to do the right thing by seeing outside of their box versus the times where we've seen it's all for their own glory. So they can get up in front of some cameras and say, Hey, we did this and this, we got 14 people and they don't tell you that, you know, well, the numbers are always 12, exaggerated. If it's one, they always say it's 35. You know, yeah, good point. Like they good had point. one bust a while back where they said there was 300 or some odd people. And, you know, it's like there ain't even, they ain't even going to have that many officers working the freaking streets in that many cities. I mean, it's not happening. Yeah. Um, you know, in a, in a town that I frequent, uh, you know, there's a, uh, there was a uh, NGO stating, you know, how many people were being trafficked in this certain city and in this certain state, which apparently there were more people being trafficked in one week than what actually lived in the whole state. So, you know, I mean, that's where they go for their own self, self, uh, yeah. edification, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. But anyway, I'll go on. I remember that. So we probably ought to get back on subject. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, human trafficking. No matter what, it's it's just it's modern day slavery. It's not even modern day slavery. It's just slavery. Period. Yeah, absolutely. It's the trait of a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that brings us, I guess, to NGOs because we see um, NGOs have their their own definitions, and usually because most. Most NGOs that we come across, you know, God bless the ones that are actually trying to do something out there. We can't, we obviously can't speak for everyone that's doing every, something across the nation. Well, once again, you know, but, you got your gray areas, you know that as well as I do. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I mean, their uh, they lose their focus the minute they get a uh, the minute somebody throws a check their way. Yeah. Sorry, yep. I just keep going in that direction, man. No, no, no. And hey, that that should be next next week's is the secondhand pin thing. I guess that's what we should do next week because that's that's a that that'll be a three part series, I'm sure. Uh, but the NGO is very hour and a half. Anyway, <laughs> that that'll be me on a rant for an hour and a half. Hey, you know, I may be the only one listening, but I'll listen. <laughs> so sorry I interrupted. Uh, no, you're good. You're good. Um, the NGOs that the, the majority of them that we run across, and again, realize we're talking in generalizations here, not every, every NGO across every place, but generally there's this tendency for them to <clears throat> adopt law enforcement definitions and then they tack on to that law enforcement definition of force fraud and coercion their own pseudo blend of emotional psychological or spiritual definitions so they turn it into this like ambiguous sarah mclaughlin style song of you know oh, i love that yeah yeah <laughs> I was. I wanted to have it on here. Where I could play it when I started saying it. Uh, that'd be a good idea, but I couldn't find it. No, because copyright issues will be just just like the rest of the sheep. Yeah, true, true. So you just get to listen to the sultry sound of our voices. But anyway, the um, NGOs, it, it, wherein that's a problem. See, it's not really a problem to address the the needs of the human being because it goes beyond the skin. It does. But the problem is that you, when you turn it that ambiguous and you try and combine it with this law enforcement thing you become two-dimensional. And what I mean by that is, uh, for example, and I'll, I'll keep it ambiguous, Haas, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address one that we've actually run into. Um, there was a certain uh, NGO that performed a soft rescue, if you can call it that. And rather than addressing the physical needs of the individual, medical attention, uh, food, sleep, making sure that if they were on any type of narcotic, they were able to come down off of it, etc. Their first concern was taking them to a church to get the oh, yeah, get demon. the demon exercised out of them or something, wasn't it? Exactly. I remember now. Yeah. Exactly. It was. A, it was a Jezebel spirit, is what yes. they called it. Which last read the Bible, there is that doesn't exist. But okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I crack. It's been a while since you thought of that. Every one. time I remember that, I just crack up. Well, it happened more than once. I know, but the, the first one was enough to make my jaw drop. Oh yeah, oh I know. We were sitting there trying to wrap our heads around this. Yeah, so you see, their definition. But that was one of the goofiest. Yeah. Well, there was one that was even better, but I will save that one for another day. Um, but their approach to this caused them to bypass the obvious where they started out looking at this thing as if, you know, I don't remember if they actually used the term force, fraud, and coercion, but that was their definition. So they were looking at this chick saying she was being trafficked, giving them an excuse to move forward with their soft rescue. And then they drag her into a church and when they fail to exorcise the demon and putting up big air quotes around that whole sentence. Um, they threw her back to the street. So you get anytime you get an NGO that tries to move beyond looking at the physical attributes solidly first. I mean, obviously you need to address the needs of the, of the human being, their soul and their spirit. And, you know, that's, but that's after that's aftercare. That's not, looking at human trafficking and saying that's a part of it because then you go into situations like that. So, I mean, I could go on coming up with all kinds of little different pieces, but I'll leave it there. I'm sure we'll go into it more at a later date, but then our definition of human trafficking. And the reality is we don't really have a definition of human trafficking because we have never seen a single instance that has been identical to another. Every, every single case we've ever worked has been unique. Uh, I mean, am I, am I wrong in that? 
no, I mean, no not at all. You are that's that's dead on. Yeah, I mean, there's there's never a single instance that we say, oh, this is deja vu. Every single one is a human being that is going through a different type of hell, and so they're responding differently. So we don't, we can't put, we don't put, and this is one of the things we stress to our newbies. You cannot put human trafficking in a box. You can't. Obviously, we understand why law enforcement does it, but we disagree with them because you're dealing with something that is human slavery. And when you're anytime you're dealing with humans, you're dealing with something that can't really be defined in a box. So for us, however, like Chain said at the beginning, it's human slavery. That's what it is. If you're, you know, define it down however you want, talk about each individual scenario however you want, but ultimately it's human slavery. It is the, the subversion of another human being's free will. And you're taking advantage off of them, uh, imposing your will on them and profiting from it. Well, so ultimately, yeah. Well, the, the force fraud coercion thing, you know, those yeah. are just, some keywords that people threw in to make it look good, you know, uh, because yeah. in all reality, 90% of the things that happen in your life are, are force fraud and coercion of uh, uh, your life, not just the person that, that is truly being trafficked. You know, we're all forced to have to pay bills if we want to keep our lights on or, or keep a roof over our heads. Yeah, you're not going to tell me that when you take your job and they define what your job duties are, that somehow, some way, things are going to get changed here and there. You know, a little bit of fraud there. You know, you're always being coerced. Yeah. Hey, you know, if you do this, you're going to get this. You're going to do this. Well, that what? That's not coercion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, marriage would be considered trafficking if you look at force, fraud, and coercion. <laughs> really, I mean, it, it's just how it is. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. some key words that were put together because they looked good on paper. You know, yeah, trafficking it, it's it's exploitation. I mean, that is a type of it. I mean that that's one of the the key words that would really be in human trafficking is slavery and exploitation. But then again, what do you consider exploitation? You know, I mean, look in in our snowflake world we have now, you know, yeah, you sneeze and you're exploiting someone, (laughs) but, but I mean, you know, which I know we're going to touch on it later. uh, uh, You know, there's a lot of things you're doing that people are saying they're being exploited. No, they're not. Yep. So anyway, sorry, I had to chime in there for a minute. No, that was perfect. That was right on point with it all. And ultimately that goes into looking even at secondhand pimping, which, you know, that's love that phrase. the whole other topic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you see where, where even well-meaning uh, or even misguided or those who've just lost their way in the, in this, in this, uh, NGO world, they wind up doing exploiting the people they said they saved or that they're trying to save. It goes into fraud and coercion. (laughs) I mean, exactly. Hey, if you don't do what we tell you to do while you're here, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do this. Yep. Tell me that's fraud and coercion right there. Exactly. Exactly. So, but I guess in that, with with defining it, you know, here in brief, you know, in light of the fact that everything is unique, trafficking pops up in places where you least expect it. I mean, it really does. There, no, it there, doesn't. It's always at a strip club, you know. Okay. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry. I had to throw. I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, no, because that's that's where everybody expects it to be. They're looking okay, so the whole point of calling people sheep, which you're gonna hear it a lot and we'll we'll go into it at some point in detail. Noise in the background of a flock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Where's all this bang yeah. coming from? But the reason we call it is because sheep, they're always going to be looking for the place where the noise is coming from. They're looking for where the shadow lies. The point is with a shadow is something's casting it. You know, their noises echo. They move around. And people in this world of human trafficking or counter human trafficking, rather, they're always looking for the obvious. They're looking for the for the boogeyman, you know, Um and the reality is human trafficking shows up nine times out of 10 in the U.S. anyway, um, not in some back street, not in some crummy little motel, but out of the basement of a local church. It's something else we have to yeah. add real quick because of you said it of, of yeah. what happens here. Um, yeah. The reason we, we use that of what happens here is because we're trying to take care of our own backyard. Oh, good. I'm glad you said you know, that. that. That's our thing. I mean, if you can't see what's going on in your yard and your neighbor's yard, blah, blah you know, if, if you can't take care of your own community, how are you going to take care of something overseas? Yeah. You know, it, it's that thing. If you yep. can't get your own ducks in a row, how are you going to help anybody else? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's a huge thing with our foundation is just that if we take care of our own yard. Yes. Well, that's, that's something you tell as like a finishing speech to everybody who makes it to investigator. You're like, stop looking at what the news is saying at the big bus that they're touting. Stop looking at what's going on in Cambodia. Focus on your own backyard. Cause it happens there. Sorry. I'll go on. And that, and if I, it, it'll just be a tirade. So I'll just, yeah, <laughs> I was priming you up. I pulled the pin on that. Grenade. Yeah, I know, but I doused <laughs> the fire a little bit there. So, you know, all right, I'll, we'll, 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 we'll put that, we'll put that grenade on hold for another one. Yeah. We put it back uh, in it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, you're, you're looking at places like, I mean, there's restaurants, restaurants that you may go to for lunch two, three times a week, and they're running two, two or three people out of the basement. Um, you're seeing uh, places like uh, community centers where they're being trafficked out the back. You're looking at ministries, street ministries, where they're taking in homeless people, and uh, they're running a side business. I mean, we've that that's the kind of things where you'll see it. And unfortunately, you see a lot of people who go into this where – their gaze is not only so far out, out of their own backyard, but it's so far into the cliche that, that they're missing. They can't see the everybody the that's say that again. I walked on. You can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in exactly. terms, that's what it is. You know, we've, we've seen situations where NGOs have, have actually aided traffickers. Yes, we have. Whether it be offering shelter, offering transportation, you know. So, I mean, yep. yeah. Yep. So, yeah, there's there's so much in it that that they're they're not helping, they're hindering. It's because they don't understand what they truly get in, which is as we will rant about with the staying in the lanes, but, yeah. but I'm, you know, I, I personally am, am one of those people that are going to look at you, you lead follower, get the hell out of the way. Yep. And, and yep. we try to promote that amongst our organization, big time of you're if you're going to do this, you're going to do it. You know, it's, it's an all in, don't be half asked about it. Yeah. All you're going to be is a detriment to the the victims and us. So we won't do yes. our jobs correctly in any way, shape, or form if we've got somebody that believes everything that they read or believes everything they see on the internet. <laughs> Who was that one that we had that it was always they would come to us and it was always this like panic mode because they had just read something online? Uh-huh. Well, 
Yeah. Yeah. Reading. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we can't name names, but you know, we'll shit on a lot of people by doing it, which you know, it's not like that ever really bothers me, but you know, because some people should be um, called out. Oh, yeah. Also, in this day and age, everybody's so goddamn sue happy that we have to, per, you know, we have to curtail things a little bit. Yeah, yeah. When we were doing our prep work for this, we we went into a tirade, and we we were like, oh, well, we probably better cut half of that because we just named a whole bunch of names. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, now that I got you off topic, <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Hey, it was it was worthwhile. It's I'm see we got all kinds of things now. I'm just adding to the list of everything that now we're going to have to do another one on. So this is good. Um, but a lot in that vein, on the flip side, if going back to the topic, um, what trafficking is not because of the fact that everybody's looking for the boogeyman, they often will. You just see like this this mass hysteria among people where they'll like pick up torches and stuff because one guy shouted trafficking or exploitation and nobody bothered to think it through, first of all, or to, to learn, to dig in and actually find out what was going on. Because honestly, that's something too that we find is that there are cases that people come to us and they come to us with these cases thinking that the, the sky's falling. It's like, this needs to happen yesterday. Someone's being exploited. They're being raped over and over. They're being held in a, in a barricaded house. And, you know, this is something when I, when I was going through training, if I can tell on myself here, there was a couple cases where I did that. I, I got the information from somebody and I came to the table and I'm like, we need the CTU team now. And you were always like, hold up, wait, take a breath, investigate it. Think it through, talk to more than one person. <laughs> Or no, what, what what was it you would usually tell me? I can't remember the exact phrase you used. Well, your but... jets. <laughs> yeah, that too. It's. Well, I remember, correctly, especially on the one that was two in the morning. You know, you, you've got those natural questions to ask. Who, what, where, when, and why. Yeah. But Question the questions. That's what it was. That's always what question the questions. Whoever brings it to you, what's their reasoning? Why are they doing it? You know? What did they yep. really see? Yep. You know, because of yep. all our, you know, they're, they're trained to, this is what they see. Like I said, you know, it's, I watched CSI or what, what is, what's the one crime show? It's like, I watched, uh, I watched CSI. So now I know how to kill people, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, it, it, it Exactly. It, 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 it's just, it's, it's crazy. But now, yeah. here's something, though. Um, and I love the guys with, with Homeland Security. I mean, I, I swear up and down by what they do. I really do. I mean, yeah. Well, I can't say I swear up and down by it. But of, of anybody that we are going to stand behind 100%, it is them. Uh, yes. Now, here's the thing, though. The way they also put it, and this is the problem, is because people see all this in black and white. They go, mm -hmm. um, massage parlors, bars, and strip clubs. <laughs> yes. Now, anybody you talk to in the human trafficking game, whether it's good or bad, I should just say, okay, here, we're going to say it. The NGOs in the, in the, in the anti-human trafficking world automatically... If it's a strip club or massage parlor, somebody's getting sold out of it. Yep. That's just how they are, you know. Um, sorry, people. Eh, wrong answer. Um, <laughs> you know, that, that's about a 50-50 a issue, you know. Yep. You're more apt to run into somebody that's being trafficked, whether it be labor or sex trafficking, working at freaking Walmart than working at a strip club. Yep. You know, and if you don't think I'm right yeah. about that, then then listen to some of the people that work in some of these places and listen to their stories. You know? yeah. um, and I was just using Walmart as a reference of 
you know, you can go to any shopping center throughout the country and that's what you're going to find is, you know, right, somewhere right. something's going to happen. Um, your local gas station, your local diner. Your local correct. Store. How many times have we been called to go to the, the little mom and pop restaurants and oh, yeah. you find somebody that's either being sex trafficked or labor trafficked? I mean, it happens. Yep. Um, you know, you really want to get into it, you know, a, a state in the Midwest, even the police department was involved in it, in, in trafficking young adults. So, yep. I mean, it, it happens. It's how it is. You know, people are, people. yeah, it's just that simple. But yeah. like I said, we've, information's out there if people want it, they just have to ask for it. Right. You know, and we're that way. We have a lot of information that we can supply to people. And it's not just our yes. point of view, because a lot of people are going to look at our point of view and say, you guys are effed up. <laughs> and yeah, we are. We are. I'll admit that. But the reason we are is because of all this, sh- all the shit we've been through and seen. You yeah. know, I mean, some of our agents and investigators have have forgotten about more of this stuff than what some of the main investigators in other places have even thought about yeah that yeah that you know um you know (laughs) and i joke around about it because one time i there was an issue going on where a gal ended up backing out on her john right in front of a police officer that was sitting i mean literally he was sitting maybe 25 feet away mm-hmm. this went down and he didn't even know it and i'm sitting there with my hands in the air going what the hell are you doing you know so i mean it's people don't know and the best way to to learn is just that you listen to people you know like i always say you take everybody's information you throw it all on the table and then you start sorting through it yeah, because everybody, no matter who they are, has a little bit that's going to be right. You know, I'm not saying that yeah. our stuff is always right, but we are real world. And mm-hmm. real world ain't right. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think that us and a few other organizations that are out there that are yeah. very hands on and very real world. You know, we've we've got our finger on the pulse of what the hell's happening. Yeah. You know, if if you go overseas to learn what's going on, yeah, I'm sorry. What's going on in Cambodia ain't got nothing to do with what's going on in Wisteria Lane, you know? I mean, yeah. just, it, it's how it is. Cultures yeah. are different. People are different. You know, if you're going to tell me that the person yeah. living in New York's the same as the person living in Missouri, no, <laughs> you know, yeah, that person in Montana yeah. ain't nothing like that person living in Los Angeles. You know, I mean, it, it, yeah, it, it's as you as you said earlier, you're dealing with with human beings, so it's constantly changing and evolving. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's really what I can say the most of everything we're doing because you're constantly got to be, and look at all the trainings we do. Look at all the, everything that we do to try to stay up on this stuff. So, yeah. Oh, it's huge. I'm mean, on one of my off topic rants. So anyway. Yeah, no, no. I'm going to say there's boxes of stuff that I've got. That's information for just continuing education for us and for anyone else we come in contact with. Yep. And I'll admit, there's a lot of times where, you know, I've been in trainings and I just start shaking my head, you know, because it's like, yeah, come on, you know, and as you've seen it yourself where I'm, you know, yeah, you're full of shit, you know, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Uh, Yeah. but there's also been the trainings where it's been, wow, I have learned so much. Yeah. Usually that's from Homeland, though, that that we get that. So. Well, yeah, and, you know, normally the state agencies, you know, if you're dealing with the state patrols, things like that, you know, 
they've yeah. generally got a decent program because they've got something coming from somewhere else. Yeah. Sorry, like I said, I get off on these little te- No, no, that's good because actually that, that, that goes to another question then based on exactly what you were talking about. I mean, it, we see a lot of people who mistake the sex trade for sex trafficking. Oh, yeah. I mean, that goes to what you were talking about earlier. Well, yeah, because it's, it's, it's just how it is. Sorry, that's sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that with, with them mistaking where the boogeyman is, you know, looking, looking at uh, strip clubs, bars, um, anybody who rides a motorcycle and wears leather, uh, you know, looking for him there, they then mistake what is because, like it or not, there is a legitimate sex trade that takes place that doesn't involve any force fraud or coercion that is a, a business and that is that also very often gets mistook in um for sex trafficking yes and in that People when you mistake the it, difference between the sex trade and trafficking and there is a difference yes. granted it crosses over all the time oh yeah oh yeah so it's good to be aware when you're when you're come face to face with it, you know, to to look at it. But I mean, it comes down to that thing again. You can't really label it. It's case by case. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, you know, but just for the people listening out there, there is a difference. You know, there's the prostitution is the oldest. Uh, what is it? It's the oldest occupation in the world. Yep. And or, go ahead. No, it is. It's 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 the oldest occupation there is. Yeah, and there are some people out there where it is genuinely an occupation. And to try and demonize them because of their chosen occupation, one, that doesn't help the true victims that are lurking in those shadows because they see you on a tirade against that, and that creates more fear and more mistrust in them to where if there's ever a problem, they, they're like, oh, well, you already hate us because we're in this business, so now we don't want to come to you. And two, it makes it to where you're so busy chasing, you know, chasing the obvious that you're missing what's really going on right under your nose. Well, it's, you know, like the, all the, with the social media stuff of, you know, everybody was on this lynching of, uh, of, uh, oh, God damn it. I'm going to say the word back page, you know? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And, you know, it, it was half the stuff on there, you know, people are looking at it and they're, it, it's half of it's real, half of it's fake. Yeah. You know, uh, there might be 900 ads on there, but it's only 15 people, you know? Yeah. You know, it, it's like if you're looking for an ad for a car, you know, they made more than one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, if a car lot puts a car out for sale, I bet they're going to have more than one advertisement for that car, you know? Yeah. I mean, and that's the way a lot of people in the sex trade look at it is they're, they're just, they're providing a, a service or a product. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And some people really choose to go down that road. I mean, it, it, it's, yeah. it's just how it is. Yeah. You know, it ain't that somebody yeah. forcing them to do it. Right. You know, it, it's a 60-40 kind of issue, I'm sure, you know. I'm not going to get into semantics on that one because, yeah, I mean, who knows? Nobody really yeah. knows. And if anybody says that they've got dead nuts statistics on it, they're full of shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that's for sure. How many, how many statistics have we seen where we've looked at them and it's like, well, we've seen that in real life and that doesn't match up at all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, going back to, like I said, you know, that, and, you know, a town in the, in the heart of America says that there's X amount of people being trafficked on. And like I said, there was more people being trafficked in one day than what was in the whole state for, for a month. So, I mean, it's just, but that's propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had, I actually had somebody ask me like, what's the problem with exaggerating? You know, they're like, it doesn't, it just bring more, more light to it. 
And I said, no, I said, there's a problem with it. There's really two reasons. First, it desensitizes people to the reality because if they hear you using this enormous number, they're not going to have any compassion or really any, 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 I don't know what the right word to use is sentiment maybe. And to use one of the magic words, it's fraud. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It's fraudulent information. Honestly, if we want to look at it this way, it's fraudulent information that they're using to coerce people into action. (laughs) There you go. I'd say everybody's going to hear us use that force, fraud, and coercion about 9 million times. Oh, yes. It's it's just fun to use because it applies to everything. (laughs) Yes, and it can be such a play on words. I mean, it's just, yeah. We can make we can attach that to damn near everything that comes out of anybody's mouth. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But the other issue with it, you know, besides taking away from the small individuals, because think about it this way: if there is one kid in one town that is being trafficked out to maybe twelve people, that is just as important and just as heinous and just as worthy of attention. As the 200 uh, illegals or, or immigrants or whoever else that are being moved around by one criminal organization. Now watch what so it is because of the snowflakes in the world. Yeah, they can they can melt. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, careful because I'm about to transition from a blowtorch to a flamethrower. So anyway, the. Uh, the other problem with going big numbers and putting this out here in, a, in this fraudulent and coercive way is uh, that when you present this information like this, it is almost all, well, no, I'll, I'll say I have never seen it not used as a method to gain financial support for your own organization. It is always, as far as I've seen, and there could be somebody out there who's just misinformed and they've got a good heart. But it's always, as far as I have seen, attached to somebody trying to raise money for themselves. So it comes down to them trying to make a profit off of the problem of human trafficking. And again, that's a segue into secondhand pimping. But that's the other issue that I see with it, you know, when it comes down. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. Yeah. So... And I guess at the end of the day, Haas, if we're going to, as far as human trafficking goes, the best thing people can do is really just try to educate themselves. Not everybody's going to have the ability to do what we do. They don't, maybe they don't have what, you know, they, they, not everybody can, and that's cool. But everybody needs to educate themselves because getting on a bandwagon and going after a strip club or going after, uh, a certain unsavory element that you see in society that doesn't help anybody. You're just, you're, you're just being a sheep. You're being led by the herd. You're not really helping anyone by getting up and shouting down, educating yourself by getting in, reading the reports. Uh, Homeland security has got great stuff. There are books out there. There are resources that you guys can contact us and ask us. We'd be more than happy to send you lists. Well, of this more stuff. than willing to send them information. All they have to do is ask, and we can send. Yeah, that's not a problem at all. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's from all kinds of different different scenarios and different walks of life, and that's really what you've got to do because it shifts with humans. And I loved, the, you know, basically what what you said um, earlier about how it evolves because it's it's kind of a constant state of flux. With because we're dealing with humans and we're dealing with with societies. So, continuing education is a must if you're going to be in this world and if you want to combat it or to help fight it in any way. You've got to know what you're looking at and just going off of what you Google, that that ain't it. That ain't cutting it. Well, you know, the mislabeling thing that you were touching on. Yes. You know, you have issues where people will say, "Well, their living conditions are poor." Well, does that mean that somebody that's just having a rough time is being trafficked? You know, yeah, right. You have, yep. you know, um, is the person timid or submissive? You know, you'll see 
oh, yeah. things. It's like, well, does that actually mean that they're being trafficked? Right. You know, how many people do you know that are just shy? You know, how many people do you know that yeah. are just timid people? You know, I guarantee yeah. I can go up to 75% of the people that I meet during the day. And if I do that little lunge thing at them, they're going to panic. Yeah. You know, it, it's how it is. Um, you know, you'll, you'll see where they say, um, can they freely talk to people? Yeah. Um, a lot of people just don't want to talk to people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The putting the head down and walking rapidly the other way is a universal sign for please leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you'll see, <clears throat> excuse me. You'll see, uh, you know, are they adequately dressed? You know, I mean, you know, question who in our society anymore is adequately dressed. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's like, you know, and I'm going to go there because, you know, you get the guys that are, that are too dumb to understand when they're walking around with their pants hanging down to their knees. They don't understand that that meant, Hey, I'm available when you're, when they were in prison, you know, right. so can't put two and two together and understand that fact. Um, Right. But that's why they're running around with their pants around their knees. But anyway, uh, you know, you, you have this thing where, you know, travel, you know? Yeah. You know, are, is, is a child traveling with someone that doesn't seem to be their real parent or guardian, Mm -hmm. you know, um, that stuff happens all the time. A lot of times you'll see a kid on an airplane with no guardian at all. Yeah. You know, so does that mean the person sitting next to him is trafficking them? You know, understand right. what you're looking at, you know, right. Just throw all these labels out there, you know, um, you know, we receive calls all the time of, well, I saw an elderly gentleman with a younger woman. Um, yeah. Okay. You know, um, I saw, you know, you, you get those phone calls, but you don't get the ones of, I saw this younger, younger guy with an elderly female. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, well, why yeah. isn't that separation there? You know, yeah. um, you know, a lot of people don't think that when, that females do this stuff. Yeah. That, that's another one. Um, but I mean, you'll run into them. Or I saw a car without estate plates. Oh, yeah. You know, so you did. <laughs> My work trucks got got out of state plates. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's just the way it is. Um, yeah. But also, you know, looking at at a lot of information, you'll see. Um. I'm I'm gonna read this, and okay. and it's where it says health and safety inspectors may find victims working in restaurants, factories, construction sites, farms. Trafficking victims can be any age, race, gender, or nationality. So that right there tells you that it is such an open, uh, there's no, as you said, there's no box that it fits in. Yeah. It, granted, everybody will, will push the issue. If you see something, say something. We would much rather get the ones that, oh, it was just, it was nothing, you know. Yeah. We'd much rather yeah. see that. Yeah, I I would rather it be safe than sorry, you know, because we have ran into yeah. those situations, you know. Yeah, you know, I'm an old man. Half of the people I'm around are twenty, twenty five, thirty years younger than me. Does that mean I'm trafficking them? <laughs> well, are you forced fraud or coercioning them? That's well, that. technically, I guess I could be. You know, you never know. <laughs> you know. Um, you know, but now, you know, you can go into, and I'm going to do this because I have something here that says for NGOs and faith-based groups, okay? 
and it's stating signs of human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Has the child stopped attending school? Yeah. Uh, how, uh, really? That's a sign of human trafficking? <laughs> yeah. Um, has the person had a sudden or dramatic change in behavior? Well, you know, okay, is it human trafficking or did their grandparents just die? Yeah. You know, maybe their dog died, you know, maybe mom and dad are getting a divorce, you know. Yeah. It's like I said, this that's why we always stress about us being in a gray area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's see. Does the person show signs of having been denied food, water, sleep, or medical care? I must be getting trafficked because myself, I'll work 36 hours straight and I'll be dog-ass tired, you know? So <laughs> apparently, yeah. you know... Um, you know, how often have you been cramped up somewhere investigating something, you know, I haven't eaten, I haven't slept, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yep. Well, and too, I mean, Hey, that could just mean, you know, they're, they're a crappy parent. That yeah. doesn't necessarily mean they're being trafficked, which is another issue. Sure. But it doesn't mean trafficking. And so Does- to have just this knee-jerk reaction to to boxes that are put out and you know the boxes are supposed to be there just to help you get a couple of guidelines well like like your thing with the pirate code yeah yeah they're just guidelines yeah exactly so but people treat them as if they're statements written in stone that this is what trafficking is well now here's something else that how traffickers operate okay they yeah. use violence or threaten the person or a person's family members. Right. Yeah. Traffickers do that. Uh-huh. Um, violence happens in this world. It's not always a trafficker. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I can honestly say in my background that, you know, things like that happens and it's not just traffic. Um, you know, harming or depriving a person of their basic necessities such as food, water, and sleep. So like I said, you know, a lot of us, our jobs are doing that to us. So make sure you tell your boss that you're being trafficked. Yeah. (laughs) You're making false promises of love or companionship. Uh, What is that? Look at the divorce rate in the United States. Yeah. So, okay. False promises of love or companionship. Anyway, um, Making false promises of a good job or home. How many of us have taken on a job that, hey, it looks like it's really, really promising. Six months down the road, it turns, you know, it, it, it heads south. Yeah. Sure being trafficked. Yeah. Um, preventing the victim from attending religious services. That's how a trafficker operates. I... I traffickers that their whole uh, their whole uh, stable attended church. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even know what to say on that one. I really don't. Um, restricting the contacts with friends or family. Um, I I'm I'll be honest. Half the time, I I love the fact that I don't hang out with my family. Yeah, I live for that. Uh, <laughs> limiting freedom of movement. You know, not letting people go where they want to go, blah, 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 blah. Um, you're tra- everyone in the world is trafficking their kids. Because how many of us keep our kids on a short leash so they don't run out in the street? They don't take off and get grabbed by somebody, you know? How yeah. often do you yell at your kids for going up to a, a light socket and going to stick a fork in it? You know, I mean, it happens. So remember that. You're trafficking your kids. Um. Sorry, this is just me being the asshole that I am. <laughs> Threatening deportation or law enforcement action. Well, more in yep. this day and age, when the wind blows, somebody's threatening you with law enforcement actions. Yeah. We've got this fruit loop on on 
TV all the time now saying about the, the guns and, you know. Yeah. It's like, buddy, go get in another situation somewhere that you're being paid to be do this for, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, garnishing a person's salary to pay off a debt. Remember, folks, your credit card companies are trafficking you. Because <laughs> what happens when you don't pay your debts? Yeah, your, your wages get garnished. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. MasterCard yep. and Visa and all them guys. I guess everybody's, you know, like I said, everybody's trafficking everybody in this world. Yeah. So, well, then on the flip side of that, how many, how many times have you seen like where someone who was actually being trafficked, but their health care was provided for? Uh, times not- I've seen stables where there were four hundred one set up. Exactly. I mean, I have seen stables where they were making six figures and and everybody was happy. Yep. They were still being trafficked, but they were being... Kids were going to school, getting good education. Uh, I mean, it, it, you know, they've wonder, you know, they're getting taken care of. Food's always on the table. The clothing's there. You know, yep. once again, you're going into sex workers compared to... Yeah, but I mean the 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 important note in that is the fact that they can still be trafficked, not sex trade. They're just the form of coercion is one of kindness. Right, right. Which goes back to understand the gray area. <laughs> yeah, yep. you know when you can't and you're wearing blinders and this is what you see because this is what you're told to see. All you're doing is failing in, in all reality. Yep. I mean, that's my view of it. And I'm not saying my view is always right because it's far from being right. Yeah. But, you know, you'll also see, you know, like this of signs of human trafficking is a juvenile engaged in commercial sex acts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, here's some that you and I have touched on before because we actually have heard it before where we deal with a lot of missing persons cases. Yeah. Hear the word runaway. I, for one, come unglued. Yeah. Missing, missing missing and endangered. Um, But the thing is what people don't understand is, and it's also in one of our trifolds that we can hand out to anybody if they ask, And I'm going to actually quote a statistic. 48% of kids that engaged in commercial sex said they did it because they didn't have a place to stay. Yeah. But we had heard an NGO, a national NGO, really, really state that there's no such thing as survival sex. Yeah. I remember when that happened. Yeah. Um, Bullshit. (laughs) <laughs> yep. uh, I mean, it's just that simple uh, you know something else you got to think of when these people are missing and endangered and I'm going to touch on this real quick every, two, every okay. two minutes a child's being trafficked yeah okay now it's not always just children You with me? There. All right. Well, just in case we have to put it in like this, we got uh, kicked from our last recording. Um, So not sure if that was the NSA or (laughs) what that was. (laughs) Our fan club. Yeah. Yeah. The other fan club. Uh, I believe. I, I can't even remember where I was at with it. Um, like I said, you know, I know we had talked about this thing of the survival sex and things like that. Um, and, you know, we like said every two minutes, somebody's getting exploited. Yeah. Well, and, and with that, with that stat, which that one's pretty reliable, there's also the other one that we do find to be reliable. And that's only one to 2% of them will ever get found. Yes. Ever get rescued. Yes. Yep. 
So, um, you know, when you think about how many people are out there in this plight, it, it's horrible when you see that. Yes. Yep. And a lot of it, you know, defining human trafficking is is important. And he, and you were reading down the list of all the of all the things that it may not be, and all the things that you know. There are times where it's exceptions to the quote unquote rule. But you know, if people don't understand what it is, um, and even maybe maybe we can do another one of these human trafficking defined ones where we can go into each one of those bullet points. We may, we may have to do that one in three parts, given our tendency to go long, but um, where we're looking at it saying, this is why this is a sign of trafficking. And this is what also might be um, because a lot of people are just clueless, man. They can walk right by somebody who is being trafficked and not see a thing. Well, yeah, I mean, that is 100% correct. I mean, it is. Uh, and, it, you know, there's, you just have to educate yourself. That, yeah. That's all it is. People just need to educate yourself. Now, you're going to hear things, though, of learn from a survivor. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a lot of NGOs out there that, you know, they'll get a survivor to go up and, do their little spiel, you know. Yeah. Uh, why don't don't re-traumatize them? Yeah. Well, and mm-hmm. and two. Yes, it, it's always good to hear perspectives from victims, but or survivors rather. But you're talking everyone different. Well, you're talking about trauma, so I don't really know anyone aside from some specially trained individuals or people who've just lived that life that can go through a traumatic situation and accurately replay it. You know, there's always going to be moments that stick out, but it's gone through so much perception because it, you know, because it is what it's called trauma. So your, your view of it when you come out is going to be entirely how do I say this entirely true, but entirely true to you, not necessarily accurate. Well, and also, you know, there's a, there's a couple of training videos out there that, that will show what happens from the, the kid's point of view from, from school, you know, they, they meet the, the cute guy and things, you know, there's that, a video program that chosen yes that yep. is somewhat informative and it does show things that do happen and can happen yep. granted and again though it's not every scenario yep um you know we have heard where people say well you know it isn't like a, a what was the one gal said it isn't like a liam neeson movie you know, right. and I'm sitting there, lady, and uh, you know, um, I've lived that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, no, it, it, you're wrong. You know. Yep. Um, you know, you haven't been there where you've been in a room where kids are in cages. You haven't had to storm a boat to rescue somebody. Right. You know, it's like. You've sat there in your cubicle pushing flyers and making pamphlets. Yep. It's like, so don't sit there and try to tell guys that work in the field that this is how this works. Yep. And this is real life scenario, you know? Yep. Um, well, like get you to say, they, they had to get the idea for those movies from somewhere. Oh, yeah. Very true. Uh, don't say people aren't bought and sold because people are bought and sold every day. Yep. Um, but here's the thing. The community get to know the task forces that are in your area. Yes. You yeah. know, if if somebody tows your car away, somebody somewhere is going to know to contact somebody in the local media to go after the towing company because they towed your car wrongfully. 
Yeah. And I'm saying that with air quotes too. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because most of the time you're just too stupid to read the sign that you parked in front of that said, if you park here, you're going to lose your shit. Yeah. But, but, you know, they'll scream to the media about it. Well, okay. You know, to go to the media, you know, somebody's, you know, you'll call the cops in a heartbeat if anything's going wrong. Yep. You know, get to learn who your task forces are locally. Get to know if there are, and I'm going to say this loosely, there are NGOs out there to help you. Yep. You know, because there's a difference and they, they sway that. A lot of NGOs will sway that. Um, we aren't aftercare specialists. We're yeah. not. We don't claim to be aftercare specialists. Right. That's not our niche. There are a lot of aftercare that want to lead you to believe that they are from point A all the way to Z when they're starting up in M. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're aftercare, but they're trying to, to, to make you think that they've got it all covered. You know? Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm saying, get to know the NGOs in your, in your area, get to know the task forces in your area. It, it, it's one of the best things you can do for, for your neighbors and yourself. Yep. Because yeah. as, yeah. well, as we state, it isn't the matter of if it's going to happen, it's when yes. somehow, some way it will touch you. Yep. Yep. And, you, you know, know, we have, well, we've ran into all those cases of missing children and, you know, you find them and, you know, they're getting ready to get shipped off to another state. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's just when you see this and, and so many NGOs are like, well, no, that, that's not our, that, that isn't what we do, you know? And, and it's like, well, no matter what, human nature tells you to act. Right. I mean, that, that's your, your fatherly instincts, your motherly instincts. That's just human instinct is to act. You have that fight or flight. I mean, everybody's born with that. With that. You either fight or, or it's flight. Yep. You know. And so if you're not one to to take action in those ways, you know, use your head and call the people that can. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, there's, there's a couple scenarios that I ran into um, actually recently where um, someone had been concerned with a scenario they thought might've been human trafficking. And rather than, you know, they didn't know anybody local. They didn't really know anybody who could help. So the best thing they knew to do was to Google and, you know, obviously they found uh, Polaris, but you know, Polaris is going to take three, four days to get that information sent up. And uh, you know, this is happening now. And if they had known who was local, you know, you're talking about a very different set of, of uh, a very different scenario. So. Oh yeah. Well, and that's the thing is people just don't know what's out there because of the simple fact, um, as we have heard, this is dark and dirty. Yeah. Yep. You know, well, you can say it's dark and dirty all you want, but when you're, when your uh, sibling, your spouse, your child, whoever comes up missing or they are being trafficked. Yep not so dark and dirty anymore because you yeah. don't want to because you know, you're in the middle of it exactly so don't stick your head in the sand don't be one of the sheep yeah no that, yeah because you right back to that you always got to remember there's a wolf that's going to be lurking yeah. and you just you know and you better hope there's a goddamn sheepdog sitting there to watch yep absolutely if not, you better know how to yell to get one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have a dog whistle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so I mean, yeah, we probably ought to wrap this up. Seeing how I've been going on my, 
soapbox. Yeah, um, no, it's good. It's good. I was just going to ask in, in final thoughts, because I mean, anything else will be another topic that we would segue into. So final thoughts on this, anything to add before we call it a, call it a wrap? No, just, just as we always say, you know, there, there's sheep wolves and sheep dogs. Which one are you going to be? That's it. I mean, that's all I can say. Um, there's a fight between good and evil. Yeah. And it's, it's raging in our own backyards. So time to wake up. All right, everyone. Well, we appreciate you listening. Um, again, questions, comments, whatever you need information wise, please feel free to contact us. If we don't have it, we will put you in touch with someone who does. Um, until next time, this has been the Crusaders. Signing off.